this NASCAR 2024 playoff driver predictions edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb What's going on, everybody? It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Welcome to your Monday. Welcome to a brand new week. Already in the chat, we've got Nick Fortune saying happy race week. The Chili Bowl is going on right now, actually. Yes, it is. Yeah, we got a little little contest invitation in the Discord uh, from our friend Kyle Armstrong there, if anybody's interested in and getting in in a chili bowl contest, which uh, you know me, and and getting into contests uh, if it's happening, I'm in. <laughs> uh, I love it. Chili bowl. Obviously, we know the uh, the dirt, right? Where we actually gave out. Did we give out some uh, some picks the last time they ran one? Uh, no, I think I know we did snowball earlier this year. That's right, snowball. We, did, we uh, didn't do chili bowl. Chili bowl. Yeah, I don't think we did chili bowl. Yeah. Insane. I, know, I haven't seen odds. I mean, again, if somebody's Kyle, if you see odds out there, I'm telling <laughs> send them you. this way, buddy. <laughs> We'd be talking about the, uh, we would have been had a whole show uh, dedicated exactly. to it last week if it was, but, <laughs> um, but of course it is still the off season. We're still counting down the days until the clash first and foremost. And second of all, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're counting down to the Daytona 500 itself. Cody, how many days? I'm going to put you on the spot. How many days? Oh, Rod, why are you going to ask me that right now? I think we're at 41. Oh, boy. See, things things that I should know, um, but okay. that I don't know. I, I, did it, I did it to you on purpose, uh, just to go. I do know it's 28 days, a.k.a. Davey Allison days, until the Clash of the Coliseum. See, there you which go. is really, that's what we're counting down to, because, you know, that's that's the next race that we get a bet on. Indeed. Insano saying, expecting another year of great picks and info. Thank you very much. We are too. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're expecting it from us because, uh, yeah. Uh, Cody says, or uh, Nick says, Cody, guess what? We have snow in Iowa. Hey, there's snow in your neck of the woods too, huh? <laughs> yeah. it's Kids got a snow day today. It's snowing outside right now. I think we're at about five or six inches and it's supposed to come down for another six or seven hours. So, uh, yeah, we've got our fair share of snow. And then starting Friday, single-digit temperature numbers, and uh, you know it's going to be negative degrees in the uh, in the evenings. So I sent Rod a picture of the snow earlier. 
So we're getting about two inches an hour. And he sent a picture back <laughs> of his yard and he said he's getting two inches of snow, sunlight an hour. So nice to live in California right now. Uh, yeah, it was two inches of sunlight an hour. I'm, I, I'm a little sad that, uh, that I had to do it that way. But yeah, I mean, listen, uh, for me, enjoying and soaking up. But it is cold. I will say that it was 35 degrees this morning when I, when I left. So <laughs> For it's us, actually, it's only 32 here, so it's we're almost the same temperature. That's crazy. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Everybody thinks that just because I live in California, it's always tropical sunrise and everything like that. No, sometimes it is uh, nice and sunny, but it also is super duper cold. Um, all right, so today, because we're going to continue on in our uh, basically just talking through these drivers, talking through a lot of the the speculations that we have coming into the 2024 season and really ultimately how it ends up affecting uh, our picks and our bets going forward. We're going to talk about the championship. Why not? We'll, we'll talk about the playoffs. We'll give our early predictions. We'll talk through the, the playoffs and where that sort of leads us in terms of our approach to these guys season long. We've already talked about it in, in the win totals. We've talked about it in the championship odds. But as far as playoffs are concerned, I mean, that's a whole different animal. And I know... That we've Another had a thing we should have odds on to make the playoffs. Yeah, at least and give us yes, no's. I mean, look at you know, and then don't put a don't put you know some type of restriction on it because you have you know if you had a bet Chase Elliott no last year, like of course he's making the playoffs, right? And he doesn't, and there was outstanding circumstances. But give us yes, no options because it's we were talking about this before we got on the show. Like it's not really that easy to narrow it down to sixteen drivers. Like there is a solid. 24 drivers that you can make a strong case for and that's if you don't you don't get a wild card winner in any of the four super speedway races before we get into the playoffs and and those guys upset the apple card and and knock out someone who who you know quote unquote you think should get in uh it's not that easy to really narrow this field down which is just a great testament to nascar i mean and, and the parody we're at and, and how many great drivers there are right now um and, and yeah it's it's crazy well, and if we're predicting that a lot of these second-year drivers or third-year drivers are going to take another step up, right? I mean, that that there's one spot that's going to be vacated because of retirement, and then, you know, who who do we bounce? And, again, we'll talk about that, but that leads into a whole different can of worms that, that you just got to go down. So <laughs> Nick Fortune says, playoffs? <laughs> Don't talk about playoffs. Say or, or hear playoffs without thinking of playoffs. Well, I mean, it is the NFL playoffs, in which, by the way, uh, congratulations to those of you who uh, secured a, a good seed or your team secured a spot in the playoffs this uh, this last hey, week. My team secured that nice number three overall pick. So yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, go get ourselves a quarterback. <laughs> You guys need something. <laughs> so we need we need a lot more than that, but that'd be a good start. <laughs> well, I tell you, your coach is out the door, so uh Oh he's not, he's coming back. You you think? Yeah, I think it could go either way, but I think Belichick will be back. I think maybe maybe he takes a step back from the personnel stuff. Maybe they hire like an actual GM. Obviously he's still gonna have a lot of influence, but maybe focuses more on the coaching. Uh oh man, losing to the Jets after beating them fifteen times in a row, like he can't go out. The Tom already left with his final passing Foxborough being an interception. Don't let Bill go out this way. But if he does, Mike Vrabel's there and he'll come home. So it's fine. Yes, sir. I mean, listen, that's all that's all speculation talk for the NFL guys. <laughs> uh, but I will say that I'm going to be excited to be able to watch all this unfold from the seat of my own comfy couch, not worrying at all whether yeah. or not the Niners are going to win this week. So, Oof, Man, that bye. That bye is everything. It is everything. <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy it. So uh, we will definitely 
uh, look forward to that. But we also look forward to talking to you about some playoff drivers. But before we do, let's tell you about DraftKings. We are welcoming back DraftKings into the fold, an unofficial sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, as we just talked about. It's bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. One you need to jump on right now. I'm impressed with what we saw with the Houston Texans. CJ Stroud is on. They're two and a half underdog, two and a half point underdogs to the Cleveland Browns. I know Flacco's been magical, but that Texas team has been something to behold, and they are going to go all out against Cleveland. So give me the uh, Texans over there, plus two and a half. That's at plus 100 on DraftKings. I feel like that's a great line to jump into right now. So go ahead and get down on that. I, I love it. I love the uh, the line. I love the fact that the Texans are rolling. So Make sure you get down on that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny for six seven three three nine in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort in kansas 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 180 or 168 hours after issuance cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and game and responsible gaming resources hate buying tickets so do i don't worry about it but your days of hating to buy tickets are behind you download the game time app and take away all the stress of buying those last minute tickets because you decided last minute your significant other decided last minute your kids told you about something last minute and now all of a sudden you're scrambling for tickets and you're stressing out game time takes away all of that stress so make sure you get down on that get their game time guarantee and they got lower fees better prices and not to mention everything it is made for your phone you can hold it right there everything you need is in the app is at your hands no fishing through different email boxes or anything for the tickets it's all right there snag the tickets without the stress with game time it's perfect for the playoffs download the game time app create an account use code cfbx for 20 dollars off of your first purchase terms apply again Create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Cody, we talked about the fact that we are going to talk through some of what we think is going to happen in the 2024 playoffs. However, let's take a look back at the 2023 playoffs and which drivers uh, actually made the cut. First, let's say hello to our friend, an old-fashioned football What's up, Justin? Or Miranda? I don't know when. It's probably Justin, but still. <laughs> it's probably Miranda. I heard she's my biggest fan. So I heard that, too, on uh, the show, no less. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, hey, we're doing a, a crossover episode with those guys on uh, Wednesday, I think. So It is Wednesday, yeah. yeah. It is Wednesday. It's coming right up. Oof, man. Uh, Nick says he's going to use game time for a NASCAR ticket and an MLS game down the line in Kansas City. Oh. Are him. you going to the the race in uh, Kansas, Nick? If you're going to the spring race, I'll be at the spring race for sure. So uh, Boom. hit me up. We'll definitely have to hook up. Indeed. 
Um, all right, so let's take a look back at uh, at the playoff drivers. Obviously, uh, it begins with Ryan Blaney, who was the champion overall, so definitely a playoff driver. Then you had Kyle Larson, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, Chris Buescher, Brad Keselowski, Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, Martin Truex, Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Michael McDowell, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Those are your 16 drivers. Um, Stephen Williams says Chastain wins it all. Call, calling his shot. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I, I, I do think that he will make the playoffs, but um, the only, the hey, only he real... Won, he won the championship race this past season. If he makes it to that Final Four again, which he's done before, could happen. It could happen. Um, so we, we talk about some of the outliers, I think, that, that may not end up making it back in this year. Got to start with Ricky Stenhouse, right? Wins the Daytona 500. I don't think that's going to happen again. That's really the only way I think he can make it in is winning a super speedway race. So you almost toss him out almost on principle. Yeah. I mean, so they ran a, a really solid season. And if you look at some of the drivers didn't make it right. Chase Elliott obviously wasn't in there. William Byer, uh, not William Byron, Alex Bowman wasn't in there Two Two pretty star cars that you kind of expect to be in there. So definitely going to be some spots that they're going to have to change around, but yeah. Um, I think that it's going to be tough for a guy like Stenhouse to make it back in there. Now they had a solid season after the Daytona 500 and he would have been flirting in the range of the points, but he wasn't going to make it on points. I don't think so. Um, yeah, it's that again, that kind of opens up a spot right there, but you get a different Daytona 500 winner. You know, if a Corey LaJoy ends up winning or, or a Justin Haley and a Rick Ware car pulls off a win, it, it really just, it shakes the entire playoff field up. Again, it doesn't lock them in NASCAR interns. Let's let's make sure we're correct on that. But uh, <laughs> it does shake it up if it comes down to to not having more than than fifteen winners and a regular season champion. Yeah, and and for Ricky Stenhouse, you know, you you talk about the the guys that that come in and they win these super speedway races, and and that's about the extent of the noise they make throughout the entire regular season. I'm wondering, and and we've talked about it a little bit too on who we think is going to be that outlier that gets in now that there's, you know, six super speedway races. I'll tell you, I'll tell you it's going to be. Yeah, you, oh, you already know. Uh, look, you're already calling your Corey shot. Corey LaJoy, come on. You're already calling your I shot. Did, I didn't put him in my official 16. Because oh, who else was I going to leave out? That's what's coming to 16, I'm telling you. Not easy. As We'll walk through it in a few, but it's not not easy. But a, a guy like Corey LaJoy easily could win one of these, you know, in Atlanta. There's only one Atlanta race before the playoffs, but win at Atlanta, he could win it at one of these other super speedways. Somebody like that wins, you know, a Zane Smith comes in and wins one of those races. Like it upsets the apple carts uh, quite a bit. And, and really, then, then you leave some of these guys on, on the outside looking in. Yeah. And, and again, like you said too, any one of these guys can come up and do it. So I guess we'll have to leave a, a spot, a wild card spot open uh, this one as well. Another kind of outlier, I suppose, Michael McDowell, Right, I mean, do we really see him? He did yeah, I mean, he would have he would have pointed his way in last year. Likely, he was definitely very close. Obviously, he ends up getting the win. Uh, where did he win? Was it Watkins Glen? Yeah, I think it was. Or, I think it was Watkins. Either Watkins Glen or Indy. I think it was Watkins Glen. But yeah. he gets the win there, locks himself in. Do we see him winning another race? Now he's won the Daytona 500 before. We know he's a threat at, at super speedways. Is he going to win another road course? I would say it's much more unlikely than it is likely. He's another guy that I see on the outside looking in this year just because, again, so many elite drivers and, and rides out there. It's going to be tough to to get a guy like McDowell in. I think 
he'll be bubble. He'll be borderline. He'll be hanging around in that area. If somebody misses some races like we had this season, if somebody falls on a hard stretch of, of DNFs and, and doesn't get a win and, you know, you look back to a couple of years ago where you had Truex and Blaney kind of racing to get in at the end. Um, you know, somebody like McDowell could be right there on the bubble, maybe trying to to knock them out. But he's another guy that I, I see definitely uh, as out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Old fashioned football saying to us in the chat. It's funny how familiar some of these names are when I've watched no racing in a long, long time. I'm like, oh, LaJoy. Cody likes him. Yeah, that's. Yep. That's a, hey, the president of the Corey LaJoy fan club over here. Yep. You again, you have his decoder ring and everything. You sit by the, the radio every night waiting for the drinker Ovaltine uh, or what was it? Use your Valvoline. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Stephen Williams, too, saying he could see Christopher Bell taking it. Dude, he's the only driver to make it to the Final Four in both seasons of the, the next-gen car. He's definitely a big threat. We know how good the Gibbs cars are. Uh, I mean, he's a guy that you almost just lock right into being in the playoffs and going to have a chance, uh, I think, at the end of the season for it. Indeed. So the only other spot, really, that is almost kind of like a if we're going to take drivers out that we don't think really are going to make it into the next one, obviously Kevin Harvick is the next one. That spot is vacant because of retirement. So Really, out of 16 drivers, Cody, that leaves you three spots from last year of drivers that we probably won't see in it again. So it's going to be hard because we feel like there's more than three drivers that can take <laughs> these guys' spots. That's exactly, and that's what makes it tough. And, I mean, you know, you, you go back and you look over the last couple of seasons and you've got guys like Daniel Suarez didn't make it last year. He won a race the year before. Uh, do, do they, you know, make a step up? There's a lot of a lot of guys out there again. Just you win one of these kind of random races in there because of of a strategy call or because of someone's bad luck uh, in cases like that, and it really really just shakes things up, which is what keeps it so exciting. And then what makes the playoffs? I know a lot of old school people don't like it still, but it it was something NASCAR needed, and it's great for now. And it's just like with the NFL. Like look at it coming down to the very end this last weekend. We had teams getting decided on Sunday. Sunday night still decided seeing where teams are going to play, and that could play into how things work for them. The NASCAR playoffs is very exciting, and and it keeps things keeps things fresh, keeps things exciting, and uh, yeah, that's that's what. And the win and you're likely in thing is is great because it can shake it up so much. If a guy like LaJoy or or a Stenhouse or a McDowell steals a win and uh, and grabs one of those spots. Oh, I'm sorry, you're a NASCAR intern. Is it really when and it locks you in? I, I said when and it. What did I say? When and it virtually locks you in. When and it's I didn't likely. say it locked you in. When and unlike the NASCAR interns that don't understand that, you're not. I'm telling you right now, there will be a tweet after the Daytona 500. So and so has locked himself into the playoffs, and then you get 16 other winners and they're not in the playoffs. And then I'm going to retweet that and be like, I thought they were locked in. What happened? The they lost the key. That's what happened. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, their let's, lock was broken. <laughs> their lock was broken. Let's talk about uh, some 2024 drivers and how we think they may fit into the mix, into the playoffs. But before we do, let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy player season all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. All you got to do is pick higher or lower on your favorite player's fantasy stats and cash in. 
Telling you right now, as you take a look ahead to these NFL playoffs, keep your eyes on Kyron Williams' number because you want to take the higher than on whatever that is. Kyron Williams, unless they set it to like 400, you may still want to take the higher than on that one. Kyron Williams killing it right now. Over 1,000 yards rushing. Didn't even play every single game. Uh, just a, a killer, killer running back on a tear, on a tear, on a tear. Uh, three games over 100. Last week, he had 87, so, yeah, or the last time he played, he had uh, 87, so make sure you get down on some Kyron Williams when you find his number over there on Underdog, so watch along, make your picks, and play along, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have values. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGP to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. As I was thinking about this episode when when you pitched it and and when we decided this is how we were going to go, I was thinking to myself, you know, how and and what the shape of, of what I was going to say would look like and I and I was going through and I said okay well when you when you look at the teams right it's 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 Hendrick it's Gibbs already that's that's eight that's drivers eight dri- that's half the playoffs I said I said so then so oh. then you got to think to yourself if you've got both of those teams in there that leaves right. the other half yeah, and if you're if you're leaving someone off of those who are you leaving Ooh, off exactly that's that's what I, I was mean thinking and, too. and we'll talk about it when we go through here and whether we left them on or not but I mean, obviously, Ty Gibbs would be the guy on the Gibbs side you're going to lean towards. He would be the first cut, but we think he's going to win races this season. So how, how do you cut him off? On the other side, it's Alex Bowman is, is kind of the low man in the Hendrick totem pole. And before he got hurt last year, he's leading the points. And and he's a very good points racer. Is he going to get your wins? It's always up in the air. He can sometimes grab some, and, and sometimes he doesn't. But he's very good at getting points and being up near the top. So who do you leave off of those eight? And that's already half the playoffs. And that's not the team who's won the last two championships that has three drivers. That's not Stuart Haas that has four. That's not the RFK guys. That's not the 2311 guys. That's not the Ross Chastains. That's, there's so many other guys to fill in that other side of the bracket, is, which is, again, makes it tough, but but makes it fun to, to kind of look ahead and see who you think maybe gets in. So then let's break it down like that. Let's break it down. Let's start with Hendrick, right? You talked about it already. Alex Bowman would probably be the weak link. So we're already putting in Kyle Larson because – it's Kyle Larson, Kyle right? Larson. <laughs> and then and then Chase Elliott because you think, well, you can't have another season like that because he's probably going to not get injured, which means he'll probably win a race. And, and, I mean, he almost two. still had he not gotten suspended. I think in that that stupid movie had later in the season at Charlotte after he came back, he he had a shot to even make it, even though he missed that those handful of races. So it, you, it's really tough to leave a guy like him off. There's a good chance he wins races. Won the most races two seasons ago with five. He's a perennial playoff guy, uh, so it, it would be tough to, to leave a guy like him off. So, yeah, you got to put him in. William Byron, you got to put him in because he won six races last season. 
So then, yeah, Alex Bowman is the one. Like, do you put him in or do you leave him off? I'm putting him in because I, I think that, again, that Hendrick is just too strong. They're going to find a way to get him in, uh, even if it's just on points. I think that Alex Bowman will be in. Well, and when you start to look at, again, what we're talking about with making the championship four altogether, Bowman at eight to one, and then you go down to Chase Elliott at plus 160. So it really does tell you in that pecking order where everybody is. Kyle Larson at plus 120, and then William Byron at plus 120 as well. So that's and, exactly and those two what the are books. the co-favorites to win the championship, Byron and Larson. So yeah, yeah. So really, again, that kind of that kind of leans you into that direction as far as that's definitely how this is going to lay out, probably. And and if Alex Bowman does make it, then to make the championship four, he's a he's a pretty long shot even still. Um, so then you move to the Gibbs, right? So we talk about Denny Hamlin. Got to put him in. He's probably going to win a race, right? Uh, at, at some point. Yeah. Uh, and then Martin Truex Jr. would be the wild card, in my opinion, because we've already talked about Ty Gibbs as far as being the one to to kind of break through the mold, right? And then Christopher Bell, we, we just talked about it just a second ago. Christopher Bell probably going to be the one that uh, that makes it again and, and continues his streak into the, the playoffs So and the championship four, for that matter. So really, is this... I mean, Truex, we know he's a, he's a solid racer. He can point his way he's in. He's the but, regular season champion from last year. So. And yet we're thinking still, like, <laughs> is that the one that's the weak I, link? And I don't, I, you, I don't think you can leave Truex off. I think the only Gibbs guy you can consider leaving off is Ty, and that's if you don't think he's going to win a race in the regular season. Um, and even if he doesn't, I still think he points his way in, but I see him winning a race in the regular season, and you know I've got him in, but... In my opinion, I you can't leave Denny off. I mean, it's Denny. He's consistent. He's very good at points racing. He's good at finding his way in until, you know, and eventually him and Truex will hit that age gap and it'll fall off and then, then maybe they miss. But guys like that, they're going to be in in that good of equipment. Bell has been strong the last couple of years. He's very clutch winning when it matters to advance rounds. He's got to the final four the last two seasons. Really hard to leave him off. And then comes down to tie and, and like i said he's in on my list so very chalky first eight for me i've got the four gibbs and the four hendrick guys but it's too hard for me to make a case to leave one of them off because it just man those teams are so good and, and even though there is a lot of parity those are the two teams at the top of the packing order and and they're very wrong and, and even though they've got quote-unquote weaker teams in the team they're not they're they're you know a lot of other people that are the top driver on their team would like to be the fourth string guy on, on Gibbs or, or Hendrick. So uh, I think that, yeah, for me, I've got all eight of them making it. And, and that takes up the first half of, of my playoff field. And really, again, if you look at last season, only, only three of the, the eight didn't and two was from injury. So, and suspension, I've really all told, I mean, again, they could have won, they should have won probably a race or two in that, in that vicinity or in that, uh, that span afterwards. But it kind of chalk it up to just a, a, an off season yeah. for them. So, yeah. uh, all right, well then let's talk about the Fords. Let's talk about the team, the, the Penske team that actually won the championship and did have two drivers in there in Logano and Blaney. If they both make it now we're up to 10, like, and, and Logano, I don't no know for Austin Cindric. Jeez, come on. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> You know how I feel, Cody. I do think Cindric has a better season. Still, I can't put him in the playoffs, but Joey Logano, it's an even year. <laughs> Again, he makes the playoffs. He makes the final four on even. I mean, it's hard. It's going to be hard to not have Joey go into the final four just because 
he's done it what five times in his career and and it's been all five even numbered years which again it's so random but that's how it works hard to count him out blaney um man blaney is their defending champion obviously he got hot at the right time but it's it's a little i mean you, you can't leave him out i don't think but there is that that champion hangover that again since Jimmy Johnson did it the last time, it's it's tough. It's it's too hard to, you know, to to repeat and and get back. But you got to think Blaney still makes the playoffs, right? He, he won multiple races last year. Um, the previous year, he was the one guy that made it in points. Um, you know, when we had the fifteen different winners, so uh, I do think that that Ryan Blaney gets in. I think Joey gets in. Obviously, we're leaving Cinder off. Um, but another guy that's won the Daytona five hundred can win on the super speedways. And again, if he takes that that step like you maybe hope he does, he's one of those guys that could be a, a bubble guy that potentially gets his way in. Yeah, I, I to me that that uh, you got to put those two back in again. It's just because they have been strong drivers. They have been the guys to count on, like you said with Joey Logano. It, it, I mean, it's all you almost have to crown him because he's already. Uh, it's an even year, so you might as well go ahead and give it to you. Uh, Justin asks, putting you guys on the spot, who was your most profitable racer to bet? last year oh my god i'd have to I'd have to fish through who, yeah who won me the biggest be, bet well i mean yeah if you're looking at like big numbers i mean i'm trying to think of what the bigger ones like the combination of true well truex actually it, it has to be Truex because truex hit what a 33 to 1 for us at sonoma or 35 to 1 i think it's sonoma he was part of the uh the john hunter truex parlay that you know we put in that at uh was it new hampshire I think it was New Hampshire, um, and he won us that. That was like 30-1, to 1. Uh, and he won us quite a few other things throughout the season. So I think for me, Truex, uh, Nick Fortune says Larson, which, man, you really had to pick and choose your spots if Larson was the guy because he's the fuck favorite every week and really tough to make money on the favorite each and every week. I mean, if you if you picked their spots correctly, but it was either win or DNF for him, so uh, I don't know. Was it Allgaier for me? I mean, you want to talk about My, well, all, yeah. all, all the way through. I think it was Allgaier for me. Could have been. Yeah, that's that's very potentially, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, so so we talked about Penske. I mean, the, both of those guys, and then like you said, if Cindric gets in, it's because he wins on a super speedway, in my opinion. That's yeah. that's about the only way. Um, let's keep in the Ford camp. Let's go to RFK, because obviously both drivers making the playoffs last year. Do both drivers make it again? And if so, which ones? I mean, I feel like Chris, which ones? Which one? Which ones of both? Which ones of both? <laughs> if if one does not make if it, both which make one does it, not? Which one makes it? Yeah. It's okay, Monday, so this, Cody. It's Monday. As I, as I whittled my list down, this is the point I got to. And I thought to myself, I'm, I can only put one of these RFK guys in. My heart wants to go with Keselowski because... You know, I love him, and, and we love what he's done, and, and he's due for a win, right? But he's been due for a win for like four <laughs> seasons at this point. So it's, you know. So I went with Chris Buescher. I mean, he won three races last year. It's really tough to look past that. Uh, again, like we talked about, I think, in the race wins episode, I've got to see more before I'm super confident in putting my money on Chris Buescher is here, and he's he's going to win races every year. Like, I'm not sold on that. I, I'm not saying it's fluky because I think, RFK's obviously taken the steps that they need to take, and they look better. Is he going to win three more races this year? I, oof, that's a tall task, right? But how do you count a guy that just won three races last season out of the playoffs? I, I think that that would be a big step. But 
But in order to do that, that's me leaving Keselowski out, which is the route I took, and I don't feel great about it. But you know, when it came down to having to narrow down the list to 16, he was just a guy that, even though I think we're going to bet on him to win some races, especially probably when we get to like Talladega's and stuff, although his number for the 500 is shit. He's one of the favorites, so it sucks to be able to even try to bet on him. But you've got to think he's going to be in contention. And, and he almost won Bristol um, you know, two years ago. Had the, the great run late, the pit issue, and then, and then Busher ends up winning instead. So I think it's kind of a coin flip. You could pick either one, um, but I'm leaning with Busher just because of what he did last year. Even though, oh man, now I'm second guessing myself, Rod. Don't second but guess I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm keeping Busher. I was going to say, I'll back you on this one because we, we talked a little bit too about, it, especially when we were talking about Brad Kazowski's win total. I mean, granted, does it seem like he should win a race this year? Yeah. And, and he could probably end up pointing his way in, but. Part of me again feels like it's this is more of a you've you've taught your kid how to ride a bike and now you're letting the bike go and letting them ride it themselves, right? While while they sort of start to lap you because you're kind of taking oh, the yeah, back Oh yeah, I forgot seat. you're on the Kozlowski's retired bit. <laughs> He's not retired. He's just in ownership mode. He's one foot out the door. Yeah. So if I were again, if I were to pick one which I think in this case is the right choice. I don't know that both of them get in this year. I would probably lean more toward Busher because I feel like the the resources, the time, the energy will be spent more on Busher's career because we already know where Keselowski's been. We, we I mean, this is not to say that it's twilight years. He wants years. to get back there still, Rod. Come on. He's not that old. We are all old. Like I'm. Well, I'm. I mean, Kazowski. Well, okay, fine. Uh, I know what Kazowski feels like. I mean, he's probably not as old as me. I don't even know how how old Brad is. I'm putting him in the grave already, and the dude's probably like 35. <laughs> he's he's like 27. No, I'm just uh, yeah. he's only <laughs> Let's see. How old is uh, Brad Kazowski? He's, right he's now? 39. Which oh, see, uh, see, that's like tail end of the prime though for a NASCAR driver. Like that's 39 is not bad at all. Yeah, but when you're What's Denny's that Denny's older than that. When he? you turn 40, though, Phantom Pain. Denny's 43, and look how good Denny's been. That's think of the last four seasons for Denny. Come on, you're counting Keselowski out way too early. All right, fine. I'm sorry, Brad. Let's have a beer, and you can tell me how you're much more spry and athletic than me because I guarantee you, you'll be right on that account. So, um, all right. So, if we're taking, let's say we're taking Keselowski out for whatever reason whether it's that he's on the edge of retirement or you just don't and think this is another one too, that that's, you know, real close and could go either way. And so, you know, again, swap somebody else out. You take a Bowman out, you take a Gibbs out, whatever it is. You take one of the, the Penske guys. I mean, we talked about near the end of last season, RFK was better than Penske, but we put two Penske guys in and only one RFK guy. Now, obviously Penske goes on to win the championship in the playoffs, but yeah, I don't know. It it could definitely be be swapped out for both these guys, but but I think again we're both we're both going on the busher route. Yeah, I mean again, it just makes sense to me that way. The younger guy, I, I know that Kazowski's still young, but he's younger, so we'll give him that. Uh, all right, let's talk about Trackhouse. Let's talk about some more Chevys. Uh, where we've got Ross Chastain who made the playoffs. Daniel Suarez, no. Okay, next. Well, that's okay. So, but does Chastain make it again? And we know that you're pretty oh, high yeah. on Chastain, so. Yeah, no, Chastain's absolutely making it. I, I would be extremely shocked if he does. And, and uh, that's part of this, right? You're going to be shocked on someone who doesn't make it, and that's it's that way every year. Whether a Jimmy Johnson doesn't make it or a Kevin Harvick doesn't make it, there's guys that miss it. And and last year, a little bit of a different situation because it was an Elliott and it was a a Bowman, and and they got hurt, and that's why they didn't. But again, looking at this list and trying to narrow it down, there is going to be guys that you kind of expect to be in there. 
that don't get in there, that don't make it. There's going to be the upset winners on the super speedways, maybe even on the road courses. We've seen those have kind of become a little bit more of a wild card over the past couple of years. Um, so, yeah, I don't even remember. Oh, Trackhouse. Yeah, but Chastain, he's a guy that that I think is in, and you got to count him in. Uh, he's a guy that's going to be alive to even win the championship, I believe, this year, like Steven said earlier. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's definitely a guy you can't count out. Daniel Suarez. He's out. I don't even give him any chance to make it because he just he's not going to. Yeah, uh, it, but I don't know because does I, he I win a race? I love me amigo, but does he win a race? I, that's the no, only what, question. What race is he going to? I mean, I know he won Sonoma a couple of years ago. It's a great story and everything. Like Elliot had to have problems. Larson had to have problems. Busher almost ran him down at the end. Ah, man, it's just he, he's not like compared to where Ross is on a week-to-week basis in competitive level and how Suarez is not there now. And unless Zane Smith coming into the the group sort of with the Spire deal, right? He's he's a track house driver racing for Spire in, in that whole situation. Unless that puts pressure on Suarez and Suarez all of a sudden shows up, but he didn't show up when he raced for Stuart Haas. He didn't show up when he raced for Gibbs. I mean, at some point you're kind of using up all your opportunities and He's a great guy, great personality. He brings a lot of sponsorship money, brings a lot of fans, you know, being from Mexico and, and having that fan base. But I just don't see him getting another win. And and I think that – and he's not really a guy that you, you picture yourself pointing in either. So, for me, he's he's a guy that easily was left off this list, not even in consideration. Yeah, and again, to me, it's kind of the same, the same argument. And we know that Chastain is going to plow through the field and get there however he can. And he is going to end up winning a race this year, if not more. So that's definitely going to get him into the playoffs safely. Uh, all right, 23-11. We've got Bubba Wallace. We've got Tyler Reddick. Do they both make the list again this year? They're both in for me. Obviously, Tyler Reddick is my guy. Spoiler alert, we'll be talking about him later on in this episode. Um, but he's he's winning, like I said, four or five races at least this year, I think. Uh, Smash is over one and a half wins. One of my favorite offseason bets this year. Um, but I, he's easily in for me. It's not even close. Um, again, I, I think they win a lot of races. I think he's easily in. Bob Wallace, we saw it last year, right? It was emotional. He, he barely kind of gets in. We've seen him win over the last couple of years. He didn't win a race last year, but he won at Kansas, you know, kind of proving that he could win elsewhere. Um, and as good as those JGR cars are, as good as Toyota is, you're adding the legacy in there now, so you're going to have extra data. You're going to have all this extra. Again, I think that, that Reddick takes a massive leap this year. And I think that that puts the pressure on and brings Bubba with him. And I think Bubba takes another step as well. I think he gets a win or two in the regular season. I think he's comfortably in the playoffs as well. So both 23-11 guys uh, are taking Michael Jordan to the playoffs for me this year. Yeah, I, and I know that we we talked about it during the win totals too, and I think that is how Bubba gets in. Uh, although I do think he could point himself in as well. Uh, we've seen some consist- consistency, and and I think you know this is a big step up for him. And And honestly... This is sort of a make or break year. And I and I don't want to put everything on 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 huge but here's the thing, right? We know what Bubba's capable of. And when you know and you expect the best, I mean we see it every year in the NFL, right? When you know that somebody's better than they're showing, you have to start getting firm. And you have to start saying, "Listen, you have to prove this or else we're going to move on. If you can't live up to your potential, we can only give you so much rope." And I feel like, you know, Bubba we've seen his potential. So you have to, you have to get something out of him this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like they're going to cut him next year, but 
you know, the 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 disappointment could could carry over next year. And, and that's all I'm saying about Bubba. It's just this is a pretty pivotal year, pivotal pivotal year for Bubba Wallace. Rod learned a new word today, so that's good. Um. <laughs> my calendar of the day is not love. My word of the day calendar is not letting me down. <laughs> um, yeah, and he is a, he's definitely a borderline guy, right? And you can make the case for him to be out and, and maybe just miss it on points if he's not able to get a win. One of those guys that will be around in that area if he doesn't get a win. Um, but, again, I, I, just, I really see that organization continuing to take that step forward, and I think that he's going to do so. Kansas in the spring. I know you're not a fan, Nick, but uh, he could easily win that race because, man, the fucking 2311 cars own that place. They're good there. Um, and so, and he, he's been strong, was strong there again in both races, won there the previous year. So I see him getting in, but definitely one of those borderline guys again. Like you could swap him out with a Keslowski. Maybe he just misses it and Keslowski gets in with a win somewhere, something like that. Definitely a borderline guy. But for me, I, I've got Bubba in. We saw the, the great run to get in last year at the end of the season. And then we saw, um, you know, his run to get through the first round even and into the second round, which was great. I think that he continues to build on that. I think Reddick taking that big, massive step will pull him right with, help the team in general. Building that big new facility. We know MJ's all, MJ sold the basketball team so he could come to more NASCAR races. I'm pretty sure that was exactly the reason. You've seen him at more NASCAR races. He's fully invested, and, and you know Denny likes to win. So I think Bubba will, will get in. Last but not least, does Kyle Busch make the playoffs next year? Three races that he won last year. I mean, does he make the playoffs? He's easily in. He's easily in. It's not even close. He's in. So essentially, and his teammate. I mean, Austin Dillon could have a shot, right? Again, kind of one of those borderline guys. And we saw him. He cashed just a thirty to one at Daytona, you know, two seasons ago to get into the playoffs at the end. He could pop up and get you a win here and there. Lots of rumors. It's his final season. He's gonna kind of move into the front office after this year. He's definitely a guy that could be another borderline. And and you know, maybe he gets in. Maybe Bubba doesn't get in. Type of thing. Maybe he gets in. Instead of Busher or something like that, I'm not calling for that. I don't think he'll get in, but but Kyle Busch is easily. I mean, he's he's one that as you're going down the list. You write him in, write in pen, and and he's definitely making the playoffs, uh, in my opinion. All right, yeah, and I am with you on that one. I mean, it, if nothing else, to win a race to get in, definitely going to happen. Uh, so I, I think it's hard. It'd be hard to keep Kyle Busch out of the playoffs. All right, well, Cody, we freed up four spots. Then we've really only freed up because all we did was we dumped Keselowski. Everybody else, we said was going to make it again. So, now the question is, if those four are not making it, then who? Who will make the final four? We already know that we talked about Ty Gibbs sliding into one of those spots. So now that leaves us with three. We only have three spots. We got Chase Elliott making it, right? So that's two spots now. Let's fill another one. Alex Bowman, I've got him going in. That's only now we only have one spot. So with the final spot... In the 2024 playoffs, the NASCAR Cup Series selects my spoiler, Chase Briscoe, is going to sneak his way in and be the one. We didn't even bring a little bit of a sad day for Stuart Haas as they're not even brought up in the conversation of powerhouse teams anymore. Uh, but I do think that, that again, uh, it's going to be up and down season for them. Again, we're going to hammer them. Um, when it comes to the short flat tracks and, and Nick says, Whoa, chase. And, and yes, again, like one of my bigger bets going into last season was his underwind total. Everybody was too high on him. Now everybody's off of him, but he's the flagship guy over there. Like if he's not, who is you've got two rookie drivers, you got priest on a year to year deal. 
Briscoe's locked in for the long term. He's driving Tony's car. He's the Indiana kid like Tony is. Tony loves him. Tony does the commercials with them. Like Chase is the guy. And these short flat tracks, he can win at a Phoenix. He's good at super speedways. He's going to be, and he's kind of my upset pick, right? He's definitely not a guy like, oh yeah, he's for sure getting in. Um, but he's kind of the guy I put in here instead of a Keslowski or or instead of some of these other people. Um, but I, I just think that Briscoe is going to have a, a stronger season, and I don't think it's going to be great. But I think he could pop up and win one of those a Martinsville or even a New Hampshire or something like that. He's going to run really well at those types of tracks. Uh, maybe he ends up pointing his way in, but he's kind of my upset pick to get in. Uh, again, I think it's not going to be the best year for Stuart Haas. I think there's going to be a lot of growing pains. I think in a couple of years, maybe revisit and, and it'll be like, okay, look what they've built themselves into with all this young talent because very talented young drivers and their whole entire stable is. They got to get those those rookie stripes off first. But Briscoe is a guy I'm just a little bit higher on this year for for whatever reason, I'm really feeling him. Uh, and so I think he does maybe pop up and surprise, grabs like a Phoenix early in the season, a Martinsville, something like that. Punches his ticket early. Indiana kid going back to the brickyard. Maybe he gets it done there. Uh, if they get rid of those Mahindra tractors he was racing last year. But uh, yeah, Briscoe is kind of my, my upset guy to take that last spot. Uh, first of all, apology guys for any crackling that you hear. I got to buy a new mic cable. Every time I bump into this thing, it always cracks. So I'm, I apologize. I, have, for the... I haven't heard anything. Okay, so. good. Well, I, I've heard it and the <laughs> listeners for damn sure will hear it. So my apologies. Uh, you know what? I, I already talked about Chase Briscoe. We're go back, listen to the winning the championship, all that stuff. You you don't want to hear my take on Chase Briscoe again. <laughs> Suffice it to say, I'm not sure that this is a, a, a going to happen. But I will throw out for my last spot for my spoiler. Give me John Hunter Nemechek. I I think Ooh. if we're going to talk about the 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 rise of Legacy Motor Club again, then uh, then John Hunter Nemechek. Could Eric Jones. Eric Jones was this close to being in instead of Chase Briscoe. And man, thinking about it more like if I'm putting them head to head, who's gonna have a better season? It probably is Eric Jones. It is. I've already wrote it down, so I'm not gonna change it at this point. But I love I love the John Hunter pick. I dude is so talented. Um, we talk about how the rookies struggle, but he's not a rookie. He's already been here before. He's got a full cup season under his belt. He went back to the trucks, he worked his way back up. He's kind of got a little bit of Denny syndrome. He likes to choke away the championships that he probably should win. But to make the playoffs, I think it's a great one. I can't believe we've only got one guy difference. Maybe it wasn't as hard to make this list as I thought. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a great call. It's, it's a wild card, right? Maybe he pops off and wins somewhere you don't really expect him to or just points his way in from having a good season. We fully expect. And then you come. Um, the president over at Legacy came out this past week and said, Hey, look, we loved Chevrolet, but they were treating us as a third-tier team. Toyota's going to treat us as a top-tier team. We're going to get the same information as Gibbs does. We're going to get the same information as 2311 does. Hell yeah, you take that deal. Hell yeah, Jimmy Johnson says, sorry, Chevy, and goes over here to the people who are going to treat him right. That's on Chevy that for not stepping up, and you know, and they've got a lot of big teams, so I can see how it would be harder for them, but great of legacy to take advantage with Toyota. I think we're going to see instant results. I do think that that team is going to be vastly improved this year and, and more consistent than they were last year obviously they had the flashes but john hunter is a very talented driver and i could see him kind of being that that one guy that slips in that, that nobody really expected except for rob except for me and and look two years ago the this this uh this whatever legacy that wasn't legacy yet eric jones was still doing fantastic i we were not far away from talking about these guys as taking the next step we thought this this last season 
was going to be the season with the injection of Jimmy Johnson, with you know uh, uh, Noah Gragson coming on board. Like we we were excited about the future of that team. Now, unfortunately, it all fell to hell. But you know, <laughs> this year now but, we can re- yeah, look mean, forward to it again. Like you said, they they came out with a bang with the new car. Like Eric Jones, all of a sudden is running with the top dogs, and you're like. Oh shit! Then he wins at Darlington later in the year, and it was like, okay. Then you throw in Gragson, and he's coming off all those wins in Xfinity, and it's like, and there was some speed bumps, and then you get into the the weirdness of, hey, you know, I'm still married to you and dating you, but see that girl over there? I'm gonna be with her next year, but we got to finish out this year with you, and but I'm kind of talking to her a little bit now because we're gonna be together in the future, and it's like, yeah, it's that that weirdness of you know we're switching manufacturers. He's obviously cutting off information at that point because they're going to go to Toyota. Now they still bounce back and ended the season pretty solid. Hosovar had some great runs in that car, and Jones had some great runs as well. Um, so yeah, Nick Nick Fortune has a dumb question. Uh, he according to him, he says dumb question. I don't think it's a dumb. I don't question, think it's a dumb question. Alex Bowman's main sponsor is Allied Bank, correct? That is correct. Um, which is sort of a Hendrick owned company in a way, but yes, Allied Bank is. Is his main sponsor. Yep. No longer is the Ford or the forty-eight a Lowe's car. <sighs> Slapping for a little while. <laughs> no, not not for a very long time. Even even when Jimmy Johnson even was Jimmy to, had the ally yeah, color for a bit. He had the ally colors as well. Um. All right. Well, is there any other honorable mentions that we want to put in? Is there anybody that we hadn't talked about that you thought deserves to be in the conversation? Let's see. I was going to go back through the list quick just to just to see if there was anyone. Um, so we talked about, uh, I mean, you know, it's like you've got the other Stuart Haas cars. And again, it's just, it's such a struggle for rookie drivers. I don't expect Barry to be in there. Um, I don't expect uh, Gregson to be in there in the 10. Uh, I think that Priest could be a wild card to maybe snag a win somewhere, but unlikely he would make it. Um, you've got the Corey LaJoys of the world that, that could win, right, on a super speedway. Austin Dillon, we had mentioned him. Um, who else do we leave off of here? You've got the colleague. Well, colleague's only going to have one full-time car, and that's uh, Voldemort driving the 31. And so you know you don't want to put him anywhere near the playoffs. That's out for sure. Uh, and the 16 sounds like it's going to be just a part-time car. So, I mean, Harrison Burton's not going to make it. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about uh, we talked about McDowell. We kind of have him on the outside. We don't think he's necessarily going to get it done again. Uh, we talked about Stenhouse. You've got the other rookies, you know, in in Dane Smith and Carson Hosovar again. The rookie thing, they would have to really, you know, pop up and, and win a race, I think, to get in. Highly unlikely. Um, so, yeah, that pretty much covers everyone, I think. That's, for the most part, uh, about all of the full-time cars we've at least touched on in some facets. So I think that the biggest thing is, you know, again, we end up with 15 of the 16 of the same guys. Um, but you got guys like Keslowski, he's going to be borderline a guy like Austin Dillon could be borderline. Um, for me, the legacy cars and Eric Jones and John Hunter could both be borderline. You've obviously got John Hunter in, um, I have Briscoe in, you have him out. So I, I think that, uh, again, it's as tough as it is. There's a lot of guys you kind of expect to be there and, and fairly chalky for the most part, but I think we did a good job of talking scenarios and, and how people could bounce themselves in bounce themselves out kind of who some of the more borderline cars are yeah and honestly again if you start looking into what this means for betting strategies and everything that we've talked about going into this i mean obviously if we think that these these folks are going to have 
good seasons, if we think they're going to have playoff-worthy seasons, obviously that means that you need to keep an ear open because a lot of these guys will end up in our betting cards pretty regularly and pretty consistently all season long and and will be names that we'll be talking about. Now, granted, we will throw in the uh, occasional uh, name that you haven't heard here and there, especially when the books give us some head-to-head. David Reagan, top 10 at the Daytona 500. Which, Cody, <laughs> will give you that one, and I will promptly uh, go ahead and cut it out and, and put it on ours. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, again, that that really dictates how we're going to approach this betting season. Now, they may be chalky names, like Cody said, but sometimes when you see the the stats that these drivers put up year after year after year, when you see them in the top sixteen year after year at the end of the year, I mean, kind of kind of knows that you have to lean that direction. But uh, Nick Fortune says, "When are you getting a call in line?" Working on that one. That'll be one of the yeah, things we unveil for the new too. season. Yeah, yeah, we'll have that for in season for sure. Also, he said Kyle Larson question mark. I don't know if he's asking what his sponsor is. His sponsor is going to be HendrickCars.com. Valvoline again on for a few rides. If that was your question, and and if why not, we didn't talk about him, we did just at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, so yeah, he's one of the. We didn't spend much time on him because I think as Rod said, it's Kyle Larson. It's so, Kyle Larson. Know, it's like, is Max Verstappen going to win a race in F one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Yeah, Next. Most is. <laughs> Kyle Larson did make some comments this week. Uh, I didn't actually hear the comments. I just saw some of the the excerpt from it. So you never know how it gets twisted. But basically, you know, maybe he's not committed to running NASCAR much after the next ten years. Uh, I think it's. I think he said forty, and I think he's thirty-one. So might only have nine years left to Kyle Larson, which is a long time, but not as long as it could be for a guy that talented. I listen. Like I said, when you when you turn forty, and you'll get there someday, Cody. You will get there. But when you turn forty, there are parts of your body that hurt that you didn't even know existed when you were in your 20s. You're like, how is my duodenum this? I don't even know what it is, let alone it hurts. So I'm just saying. Yeah, like, unfortunately, I'm already hitting some of that. Yeah, I mean, well. <laughs> and I'm not 40 yet. We, we've kind of wrecked ourselves with the military anyway. So. True. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think we have exhausted all possible forms of conversation in this one. Uh, but hopefully you got some good stuff out of it as far as what we're looking for at the end of the season. Uh, and Daryl Berta says, amen to that. Amen to that. Hey, yep. Daryl, yeah, I'm telling you right now. He's feeling the pain, too. <laughs> we all feel that pain. Like, I swear to God, I'm going to stand up from this, and my back's going to be like, why were you sitting for 15 My back already minutes? hurts. I need to get a new chair or something. <laughs> this one sucks. You know what it is? I'm Okay, listen, bosses, if you're listening, we're invoicing brand new chairs uh, because we spend it's a lot I mean, of our time. Come on. We, we at least deserved a new chair for the year, right? <laughs> we want gamer chairs, like the high-end ones that give you a massage as you're sitting in Old-fashioned football, Miranda, I'm always looking at her chair because it looks really comfy. So I need to see what she's using because it looks it looks comfortable on, on YouTube at least. The official chair of the old-fashioned football. Um, all right. Well then, folks, let's uh, let's go ahead and call this one a day. We will come back tomorrow with, uh, with actually a special guest. We're going to start lining up some guests as we get – farther into the off season uh i think cody's booked us a guest for every week so far yeah yeah we got guests for the next three weeks got a guest on tomorrow that's gonna be a lot of fun and uh yeah got some got some guys lined up for the next couple weeks 28 days till the clash call see them we are almost there four weeks from yesterday so i I mean it's 27 days i don't know my math could be off but either way four weeks from yesterday is the clash to call see them pumped excited ready to make some money Got some fun guests. Guests tomorrow that'll be on. Um, old-fashioned football crossovers going to be on Wednesday. ton more stuff coming to you. F1 Gambling Podcast coming out uh, soon. 
And uh, Justin from Old Fashioned Football says that's his office chair that he lets her steal. Beautiful. Such a good, such a good husband. Of course, the wife gets the comfy chair. That's how it works. Nick's gonna send uh, us the link to his chair. Okay. All right. There we go. Send me your link. Look at that. If you just want to buy it, I can send you my address, Nick. <laughs> Seriously, Amazon wish list. It's there. Uh, John Little says see Cody in Kansas oh, too. Yes. I'm hoping I can make ugh, fall Kansas doesn't always work out, but hopefully I will be there for that. If you're gonna be at Spring Kansas, I will be there. Hit me up, John. Uh, what we'll to what we'll to hook up with with Nick? Nick says, "Wow, I think that's to him realizing that he's buying me a chair now." Mm-hmm. But that's okay. That's good. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then, Cody. Uh, as as we let everybody go, remind everybody where your Amazon wish list is and uh, where they can find you on social media. Yes, you can find my Amazon. No, just kidding. <laughs> Follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. Find all my work over there. Um, and yeah, YouTube. Again, we've been talking about everybody's comments here live for a lot of these shows so make sure you go over to the youtube click subscribe got a facebook page too that's growing a little bit so just search nascar gambling podcast you can follow that it's, we got some people watching on that so definitely check it out and uh, yeah fun week coming up a lot of fun stuff we've been planning out the shows leading up to the season now got a lot of fun stuff to cover if the books ever give us xfinity and truck stuff we'll be talking about that too <sighs> come on books but anyways uh, let's do it we're getting close rod See you guys tomorrow. Yep. See you tomorrow. Special guest. And then, of course, on Wednesday, the crossover episode. I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it is here. Hey, check out my uh, article on Sportsbook Review, my most recent one. Yes. Getting into the little uh, wrestle. It's the road to WrestleMania. And it begins with the Royal Rumble. I, I dig back into our, our childhood fun and uh, talk a little bit of WWE. I read that this afternoon. It was It's pretty good. It so. did. Was I on? Yeah. You are. You are. I don't follow wrestling a ton now, but it was great to to go back and, and look through it. It's, it is always fun to kind of crack it back open again. So, uh, Old Fashioned says, good show as always, gents. Thank you very much. You, and thank see you, you Wednesday. I'll see you Wednesday. Thank you all of you to the chat for joining. Thank you all of you listening, as you always do, week in and week out. We'll be back again tomorrow with more. And until then, let's go racing and let it ride.